0: all right everybody welcome to the receding money line we got a special guest today to talk puck that's right our main man jt he's wearing his patented backwards hat and he's and back in the day he told us he was good at hockey but now is the time to really show it off with some ice picks
1: ice picks nice we hiking um yeah, JT. Uh, we've been at we've been at the bar multiple times recently, and JT will like see a news or, news alert on his phone about some goalie being hurt and needing to like uh, some team brings in a backup goalie, and he's like, "Quick, what's the over under on on the uh, Panthers Caps game? Oh, it's five and a half. Take the over. Take the over. This guy's trash." So, I I'm uh, looking forward to giving JT um, some lightning round. Over/unders in a few minutes, and he's going to tell me if they are uh, good or bad bets. JT, you want to introduce yourself?
2: Wow! Wow! What an honor! What an honor to be uh, here, uh, following in Wes's uh, footsteps on the receding money line. You know, excited to be here. This should be interesting to see what type of feedback we get from the 22 listeners you guys have on the show as I really have the smoothest voice in show business.
1: And you have the most hair on this podcast. That I do
2: have. That
0: I that, do have. That's true. We we have we have one listener, I looked at some stats, um, uh, who VPNs in from Brussels or is from Brussels, Belgium. So you know that's pretty exciting stuff. Yeah, are we so sure whoever, whoever you are, hard. whoever you
1: are, uh leave a comment on the Instagram and um We'll, we'll send you some, some swag. (laughs) Yeah. All right, Steve, I have a question for you. All right. What's up? Are there more Florida Panthers players in Florida
0: or more Panthers? The animal. I, this is a great question. Animal questions are, are always big ones. Um, Fun fact, there are 30 to 50 reported Florida Panthers in Florida uh, and there's only 23 on on the roster in the NHL so there are more animals Florida Panthers which was a big surprise to me that's that's interesting yeah um, I, I got a I got a question I was I was doing some research and I found out a couple of things but the big one is how much people hate the Vegas Knights like the apparently the, like the second most hated team other than the 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 Leafs and JT, can you explain why they played so badly after the Jack Eichel trade? So, two things here. Everyone And why people HL... hate them.
1: Explain yeah, that, people, too.
2: Yeah, first thing on why everyone hates them. First season, they were the Island of Misfit Toys, people who were overlooked, who all banded together, ended up being really awesome, and had a good, like, players coach there. Over the next, like, two or three seasons, however many it's been, they have just treated... Their original guys like dog shit. They had a handshake deal to extend their coach's contract and then dumped them a week later. And they abused the, sh- the hell out of the cap provisions and like, you can party- say shit. shit. Not- Abuse the shit out of the salary cap and pretend players are injured to park them on injured reserves so they can keep going over the salary cap. Um, and then this year, their luck just ran out where a lot of the guys actually got injured and then they couldn't dress full teams some nights and stuff. So like literally everyone in the league hates them because the, uh, how cutthroat they are and they don't really seem to care about their players or their staff. Um, and then what happens when Jack Eichel got there was it had just been too far gone. Um, you know, it's very funny that, that guy just seems to be followed around by someone playing a trombone really sadly because as soon as he left, uh, Buffalo, See the coach? They, they had like the he's best, the player He's the really good.
0: Record. What is he really good?
2: Oh yeah. He's really good. He's really good. But like, uh, Buffalo had like one of the best records post trade deadline after Eichel left of any team in the entire league. It's just like, thanks. The question is he a good guy in the room? or do people not really like him?
0: Is that the young guy who like he didn't he didn't get his like captain's like thing because he like showed his his junk to some people in a Vegas um, casino? No. 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 Okay.
2: There's <laughs> rumors on the
0: pod. <laughs> yeah. Allegedly, yeah. allegedly. All right. Yes.
2: Given the alleged nature, I believe I know who you're talking about. But I, you know, right, I have a we're going to stick out of the libelous uh, content for now. All
1: right, all right. This is, this is uh, like one of the peak playoff times for sports, right? Like first round NBA, second round NBA, first round NHL. There's a ton of games going on at any time. What's the most important time of the year? to have multiple TVs set up. Like if you could have two or three TVs on your wall, but only for one month or four weeks, which period of the year would you choose?
2: Uh, two different months, uh, either March would be probably number one, even though I'm not a basketball guy, uh, for March madness, especially those first week or two sets of games, like round of 64 round of 32. Um, And then obviously NBA and NHL playoffs being same time right now is pretty awesome.
0: Yeah. And then the sneaky one is when you have the MLB playoffs and you have college football going on and you have NFL football going on. Yes. Fun fact, when me and JT were roommates, we had uh, two televisions going on at once. And sometimes JT would bring out the, the iPad to get a third game going.
1: I was going to say oh. Summer Olympics, um, when you really need to watch the track and field and the swimming at the same
2: time. Yeah. We'll post a picture of our living room setup uh, on the Instagram feed.
0: Yeah. All right. So let's get into, I guess, a little bit from last time. Um, so we didn't, I want to talk a little bit about the Mets, our, our Mets, um, you know, winning Sunday, Sunday night baseball, uh, both outright and with the spread. Love that. Um, and then a little bit about, the nba so pat i know you're probably still riding with the celtics um but i am i'm i'm going all in on the bucks i still believe even with chris middleton that they can make a run i'm all for i'm all for them and i actually have them plus 175 uh for this series and then on the other my other futures bet right the sixers um we had we had a very bad scare with joel Embiid, but there's rumors that he's coming back and just I want I want you two to, to imagine this, right? He's gonna put the black mask on. Game three, back in Philadelphia. Dreams and nightmares from from Meek Mail are gonna be playing in the stadium. He comes out, big win, takes down the Heat. I think it's gonna happen. That's what that's what that's that's my prediction.
1: I like that. The Celtics were um, they looked so good last night. I mean, they were up 30 to 12, at, I think, at one point and hit uh, like six of their first seven threes. Jalen Brown had 20 points in the first quarter. It was, it was pretty awesome. And it was just like, how do you go from looking so bad in the first game to uh, like just completely going off? And Giannis, Giannis and Tentacupo, um was bullying players in the first game. I mean, there were clips going around of Jason Tatum trying to defend Giannis, and he was just getting, like, as Gronk would say, I threw that man out of the club. That's yes. what Giannis <laughs> was doing to Jason Tatum. And then, I, I mean, I guess Andrew answer my own question, if, you, if you're hitting, like, 70% of your threes, you're just going to win the game.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's really just making shots. That's the NBA. That's pretty much it. If, that's basketball? That's, that's basketball. You, you make your shots, you win the game. I mean, the teams are so, like, those two teams are very, they're very they're evenly matched. So it's just who's having a good night. Like it could go either way anytime. But it's um, been a good series.
2: You've just described literally every sport in existence.
0: Uh, no, you make your
2: shots, it, uh, it goes well for you.
0: NFL you know has what? no goals, really. Field goals are not that important. So
1: yeah. um, speaking of making shots, JT, last night, We'll, we'll, we'll bring you in for some hockey talk here. Rangers, 3-3, three, three, two overtimes, can't pull it out. How are you feeling about the Rangers for the rest of the series?
2: Uh, pretty good, actually. The Penguins are a fairly old team, so I'm really counting on them to be more tired after playing two full games uh, last night. And, you know one of those things where the bounties just go against you sometimes, but most of the penguins guys who have been there for 15 plus years, um, Letang doesn't scare me anymore. Malkin doesn't scare me anymore. Crosby still scares the hell out of me. Um, so Crosby's line having like three of the four goals yesterday was bad per se. Uh, but the Rangers have the best goalie in the sport and. That goalie <laughs> interference
1: penalty <laughs> call that goalie interference call was, was horseshit. He got pushed into the goalie from behind.
2: Yeah. To me, if you call it a goal on the ice, it has to stand. If you call it no goal on the ice, it has to stand. There was not enough there to change what they called in real time.
1: Hockey is uh, great because the games are always like two hours and 45 minutes, and you just kind of know how long it's going to be. But Except when there's three overtimes. When there's When they go into – multiple overtimes and you, after each overtime, you forget that there's a full 15 minute, 20 minute intermission in between the overtime. Well,
2: those intermissions also felt longer than the normal 20 minutes yesterday too. It was dragging. It was dragging.
1: It was was dragging. I thought about, I thought about, um, it was like six 30 and I was, I was leaving work and I'm right by the garden and I thought about just buying one ticket, um, to go by myself. And when I was falling asleep in between the overtimes, I was I was really glad I was not (laughs) sitting at the top of the garden alone.
0: (laughs) Yes,
2: yes. Because they've stopped serving beer.
0: Yeah,
2: I have have a question for you guys. Who's more to blame for the Rangers losing last night? Um, Our friends who are Rangers fans who went to sleep before the third overtime or me for buying tickets to a round two game.
0: Well, okay. It's definitely, so, definitely not you. I mean, that you had optimism, and I think that's a good thing. They right. are just fair weather fans. They're just tired, old, tired men. That's it's, their problem. It is an interesting
1: question of is buying tickets to the next round's game, is that like the ultimate good juju or the ultimate bad juju? Like it's probably, I think, I think like um like standard logic would say it's the ultimate bad juju uh, because you're, you know, you're putting the cart before the, her- the horse, but in reality, like you're so confident that you are putting dollars on the line, which I think brings us to the best betting strategy of all time. JT, do you want to ex- explain what it was?
2: Even endorsed by my wife and mother-in-law, which would never happen in a million years.
1: Sports betting enthusiasts.
2: <laughs> Yes, yes. Big, big fans of the pod they are. Um, Pat came up with this great idea yesterday when we were talking about trying to get tickets to go to a game in the second round. Uh, You know, if these tickets are going to cost us, call it 250 bucks or whatever with fees and everything, and the odds were pretty much near flat, maybe the Rangers were a slight favorite going into the game last night. Um, We've already resolved that, we're okay with spending 250 bucks on tickets for round two. Why not just bet on the Rangers in round one? If they win, the tickets are free. And if they lose, it's money we were spending anyways.
1: It's, it's really good. And it makes you, it, you're so invested in the first series because not only are you going to win 250, 300 bucks, but then you get to go to a game for free. It's, yeah. You're you're completely doubling down, but you're only you're only out uh, the same two hundred and fifty dollars when you lose. But you didn't get to go to a hockey game.
2: Few things in life are better than comped sports tickets. You could be in the last row of the Meadow, of the Meadowlands in December, and if the tickets were free, you're going to be pumped.
1: I can't tell you how much I would rather be on my couch <laughs> than be at the Meadowlands with a free ticket.
0: It gets it gets very windy there, um, but the last thing on the Rangers game, I do want to shout out my neighbor. Uh, Keenan Thompson was in the house um, when I looked up news about this game. That was that was like number five on there. So you know, keep it up, Keenan. Listener of the pod, I'm gonna I'll pitch it to him in the elevator. Yeah, yeah. All right, so JT, we kind of went through our Stanley Cup winners last time, and we could go over them again. And actually, let's do this. We're gonna go through a picks, and you're gonna tell us why we're right or wrong. So, Pat, but, you hit me. Hit. Okay. Start with your. your i first. Trifecta.
1: I have a Canadian trifecta of the Flames. It's not a trifecta. I just bet on all of them.
0: Okay, so it's not I, a parlay I think to, to
1: win the world. To win, <laughs> you can't parlay the, the
0: NHL finals. Yeah,
1: okay. I bet on all the Canadian teams to win the Stanley Cup, and uh, it's the Flames. The Oilers and um, the Leafs and the Leafs and I got plus seven hundred on the Flames, plus one thousand on the Leafs, plus eighteen hundred on the Oilers. Uh, so far, the Leafs, so far the Flames and the Oilers have both won their first game. I think this is the year, first time since nineteen ninety three, that the Leafs team- beat
2: the Lightning by five in their opener.
0: Yeah, so they, so all, the, all the Canadian teams won. Oilers
2: lost. Oilers, o- lost. Oilers, the lost. Team. Oilers lost.
0: Oilers lost. Oilers lost. Flames and Leafs
1: won their first game. Oilers lost. I think this is the year, first year since 1993, Canadians, that a Canadian team wins the Stanley Cup. Your thoughts?
2: Um, I think the most likely team is Calgary. They have a good goalie. They have probably the best first line in the sport. That's probably the best bet. Uh, The Maple Leafs, like, forwards and defensemen are awesome, but their goalies suck. And they were, like, uh, signed a guy over who was the, I want to say, Finnish goalie at the Olympics who had been playing in Finland to try him out in the last, like, month or two. Like, so big wild card there is their goaltending. Then the Oilers, even though they have, like, the two best offensive players in the world, are never going to win the Stanley Cup, never, ever again. Yeah. <laughs> is
0: that is that okay. like a Gretzky curse, or is that you have like an actual reason?
2: Uh, it's just the way that roster was constructed. They fucked it up a lot, uh, trying to get people in there because no one wants to go. It's the same thing the Winnipeg Jets have um, as a problem. No one wants to go live in Edmonton. No one wants to go live in Winnipeg. Even people from Manitoba or Alberta. Nobody wants it.
0: Interesting. <laughs> I didn't take that into consideration, Pat. But, you know, all right. So how about these ones? I have the Tampa Bay Lightning plus 1,100, which two-time champs um, back-to-back. So that's good. Uh, I also learned how to spell lightning. Um I like to throw an e after light and before the the n. That's that's lightening, uh, different word. Um, next, I got the Dallas Stars plus forty five hundred. This is the long shot. I know, I know they're not good. They only have one good line, um, which some people say is an issue. But I think they're just heavily concentrated, so they can focus. Um, and then they have this guy Otinger playing goalie. Um, he's twenty three years old, but he's been playing pretty well at the end of the season. So you know, I'm I'm banking on that. And then I got Carolina plus 1,200, mostly because uh C Bass Aho. Um, probably mis- mispronounced that one, but you know, they say Sebastian. Sebastian, yeah, sea bass, that's called. Um, <laughs> you know, they say a lot about people is that you know they're they're all Swedish, not enough Finnish. Well, fun fact, this guy is Finnish, so you know that is that's a helpful thing. And uh I so I'm gonna go with the hurricanes uh, as my last pick at at plus twelve hundred.
2: Um, all right, so the Hurricanes bet, if you made it three weeks ago, would have looked really good. Um, they were like the top team in their division and everything, had one of the best goalies in the NHL. Their goalies hurt right now. Um, so if the Bruins pull their collective heads out of their butts, um, that is a JT upset alert.
0: Oh, oh, I don't like is that. Is Boston
2: over Carolina. Also something I really hope for because then we'd see Rangers playing the Bruins in round two, which would rule. Um, And especially because the Rangers match up better against the Bruins.
1: Um, Bruins look bad.
0: Yeah. Is it it the same old guys that they've been playing with for the past decade? uh, Yeah. Uh, Marchand and uh,
2: Bergeron are still by far the best two players, but live look in as we are watching uh, this game on TV2 of Mega TV right now. Um, uh, about a minute ago, someone on the Bruins tackled the Hurricanes' backup goalie who played very well in game one, and they are now down to the third stringer. So there seems playoffs, to playoffs, be- catch the fever, <laughs> everyone seems, gets hurt.
0: There seems to be a lot of fighting in this first round, even though I've yeah. only, there's only been two games. Um, so two this, goes game.
2: back to the, this goes back to the Maple Leafs pick. Yeah. They worked the lightning, two-time defending champs in game one. We're up 5 nothing. Then I flip over to that game, and all of a sudden there's a massive fight. Don't poke the bear. You're winning by five. You don't want these people – you don't want the lightning to start, like, snapping out of just being in a championship hangover because they'll kill you if you give them enough time. Yeah,
0: so. I was happy about the fight, not happy about the score. That's That was my – analysis. Yeah. And don't give them more reasons to wake up. All right. And then how about the stars? You haven't mentioned them yet. Uh that one's just bad. That one's bad. No. I've been <laughs> I made the pick, then did the research. Oh great strategy. Um and yeah I was I was learning. I heard that they're very boring. Um they only have one line that can, can score goals. Uh yes. And then and they, they have two guys who used to be really good at scoring. Yeah.
2: Um who are now in their 30s and have just like gotten 80% worse in the past two years.
0: Um, yeah, and they and they only got in because the Las Vegas Knights just blew a game where they let up two two goals like in the last five you know, four minutes.
2: Vegas's, so. I think last three games of the year all were shootout losses. And if they had won one or two of them. I'm pretty sure they're in.
1: Yeah. GT, we talked about this last week a little bit in uh, uh, we talked about different sports playoff structures. Do hockey players like having four best of four rounds of best of seven? It seems like a lot of hockey. It's
2: like baked into the lore of the sport. Like it's, it's like these guys are like warrior mentality and stuff.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, I love it. I mean, it's, just, it's, it's just so it's, much hockey. Yeah, it's just one of those things like the Lightning probably won't win this year. And the reason why you don't see much repeats or three-peats or anything or anyone getting in any close is I think you guys were saying it. they probably played an extra half season in the past two years when everyone else was recovering and getting back to normal. Like, that's a lot of miles. and like We heavy did say miles. that.
1: Yeah. That was good analysis by us. Yeah.
2: It's
0: not Another like Carolina players. goal. Nice, nice, nice. So JT, what are your picks then? Who do you think has the best shot at winning it? And don't just say Colorado. I don't want chalk.
2: Um, my pick out of the West would be probably Calvary. Um, and out of the East, if I wasn't going for a Homer thing, it's I don't you know. can be a Homer. I would say the Rangers, depending on the round two drop, but it's probably Carolina out of the East. Florida Panthers uh, had the best record in the regular season in the whole league, but they've like never done anything even remotely well in the playoffs. And hockey's weird, and one of the sports where like, guys just need to learn how to play in the playoffs. And they got worked by Washington in the third period. Of their first game. They were up 2-0 going into the third, lost 4-2. Um, champion, former championship team of old guys versus young team on the rise. And the young team on the rise, for some reason, loses more games than it should.
0: I get that. I also, I was looking up where the Panthers stadium was because I, I, I thought it was in Miami. Um, it's sandwiched between the Everglades and a shopping mall. Um, About a half an hour outside of Fort Lauderdale,
2: Uh, I believe it's called Hollywood,
0: Florida. Sunrise, (laughs) Sunrise, Florida. Yeah, and it looks like it. It it looks like a minor league, like setup. It it was. It was pretty embarrassing, but I. I mean, they're the most forgetful franchise in the four major sports, so that makes sense. Yeah, are they gonna?
2: I have a dumb arena question for you guys. Have you guys discussed that? The non playoff Arizona Coyotes are going to be playing out of a 4,500 seat arena next year on the state's campus. We haven't
1: discussed it, but the Arizona State Coyotes. I heard like (laughs) every game is selling out, or like every game is like. (laughs) There's less
2: tickets. (laughs) You could sell out a high school game there.
1: No, I mean, like, and like tickets are jacked up. Like everyone wants to go. It's just going to be super rare. Yeah, the cheapest
2: tickets to get in are like 200 bucks, but that's because are like 15 rows off the ice.
0: So that place has 10 baseball stadiums, but only one, one hockey stadium in Phoenix. Yeah, basically. Okay.
2: Yeah. It's insane. There's a big conspiracy theory. Uh, some of the guys, uh, Marchand on the Bruins in particular, um, said some great sound bites on this, that it's basically a conspiracy to uh, keep the salary cap low by keeping hockey Revenues lower, so they have to pay the players less.
0: It's a bold strategy: make less money, so you don't have to pay your pay- players as much. Yeah, allow
1: much less people to see your games.
0: Yeah, that's usually a good business model. Um, are yeah. they building another stadium, or are they just like, nah, we like we're gonna just hang out in they're, Arizona State? They're trying to
2: come to new agreements. I think the plan is they want to do something in Scottsdale, which. If they were like walking distance to the bar district in Scottsdale, where we've all been once, it would be chaotic and presumably an awesome experience. But um
1: and they should only play is- two periods, and then the games shorter. <laughs> yeah, shorten yeah. the yeah. games t- to two periods there, yeah. and they then, should, then they should you'll change be the color of the ice. That would really keep make it hip. keep the attention span of the ASU students by shortening the games to two periods. It's like a cool little quirk. That you get yeah, when you go to Arizona.
2: You'd be like, buy this ticket for two hundred fifty bucks, and you get free access to the VIP line at one of the clubs in Scottsdale. Yeah, yeah. Cross promotional.
1: Yeah. You're a big club guy in, in Scottsdale, JT. We <laughs> yeah. all know that.
2: Everybody knows that about me. That I am the one who loves going out late and doesn't leave things early.
1: Yeah. Doesn't get altitude sickness at your own bachelor party. And it happened have once. Have, yeah. <laughs> have a miserable time. One was, out of one the, bachelor parties. How about a conspiracy? How about
0: a conspiracy? Conspiracy theory on that because JT goes skiing fairly regularly at similar locations, altitude wise. did want to hang out with you, and never has an issue. Even yeah. even the same exact place. Didn't yes, want to hang I out was, with you. I what do you, you ask? With
2: Esther and her friends about six months later, and was perfectly fine then. So. Am I allergic to you guys?
1: Potentially. <laughs> it was the heat. It was, it was the, the heat. heat. Yeah. It was a dry heat. All right. Let's – um. JT, right. so who's going to win the Stanley Cup?
2: Uh, Calgary's my pick. All
1: right.
0: There we they are. They
2: have – their first line is awesome. All three of the guys scored 40 goals, and one of the guys, Matthew <laughs> Kachuk, is just like the biggest – It's like six, three and a rat and scores a million goals and just like cheap shots. Everyone. It's awesome.
0: A rad, rat, rat. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's a good thing in hockey, right?
2: Uh, yeah. Yeah. Nice. If someone's calling you a rat, it's, uh, because you've done something to piss them off.
1: What about when you call me a bender? Is that a good thing?
2: (laughs) First off, that was not me, but, uh, it is generally a pejorative term. Yes. Um, you're not it the was, most it was crazy. you. You you called me a guy. <laughs> <laughs> I was the second person to say. Um Pat and I had a great adventure uh ice skating in Lake Placid, and he kept trying to show off and eating shit multiple times. It was fantastic. It's,
1: it's, it's so true. That was it's so true.
0: Pat, you're still better than me. I was I wouldn't put the skates on, I was just uh rocking the cowboy boots on the ice. Yeah. I'm the a Dallas, I'm a Dallas Star fan, so it's kind of in my <laughs> all right let's um, what do we go to okay. next we do let's talk about some f1, f1 huh f1 yeah
1: so for all of our loyal listeners um we have a small f1 watch party that sometimes gets together uh steve's not a part of it but jt is a founding member uh big f1 guy jt's brother big f1 guy we have an awesome group chat that is just blowing up nonstop on on race weekends. In this weekend, the first ever race in Miami around Hard Rock Stadium. It goes. I watched a flyover of the track yesterday. The track goes under the highway overpass two times, which is pretty cool. Uh, obviously, surrounded by palm trees. Everything is. It's like a street circuit, but it's like half a street circuit. Um, everything's temporary, brought in. And I've seen some headlines that the that the hospitality and the hype surrounding the race for parties and whatnot is is unprecedented. So I don't know if the drivers are going to be out too late and get distracted. But the current odds for the race are Max minus 125. uh, Charles Leclerc minus 105. And then apparently nobody else has even a sniff of the race. Sergio Perez plus a thousand is the next best odds that you can get or the, the next, the next odds. So it's going to be awesome to see them going around Miami.
2: I have, uh, one comment and one dumb question. The comment was, um, I was in Florida this past week visiting my grandparents and they were saying on the radio, um, that the hotel prices in Miami this week are reported to be the highest they have ever been ever by like more than 20%, like across the entire town, which is insane, especially because most folks in America didn't really know or care about F1 till the Netflix show. And uh, then the dumb question is, are there odds where I could place a bet on someone making the podium? If I want to say, like, Kevin Magnuson, as we're huge Hoss guys, everybody knows that about us. But I wanted to say Kevin Magnuson is going to do third or better. Does that exist? Yeah, it does. You can do I'm,
0: I'm literally on DraftKings right now. I could do a top six for Kevin Magnuson, a plus 300. Oh, just did that. Wow.
2: I like that. We're big Kevin Magnuson, guys. We're big... Gunther, guys, Gunther's like the team manager, principal guy. He's fantastic. And it's America's F1 team.
0: It's a, yeah, we, yes, I'm very, Pat was giving me the low, lowdown. Um, is it's true that the hotels are absolutely ridiculous? This is like the, I don't understand why it's a bigger event than Miami can handle. Um, Pat talked about Carbon was up to 3,000 a plate. Um, you know, Miami just had crypto. Week and that wasn't even a big draw, and that's like the crypto capital of the world. Well,
1: there's like a hundred thousand right. people going to the race, no? But
2: how many come in for like a super bowl? Like that meant a lot, yeah. At least, super bowl well,
1: it's a hundred thousand of like the richest people in the world, I think.
0: Are you saying think NFL think fans are, are not as sophisticated? Yeah, you got all the all the, Euros, all the Euros fans, coming in, yeah. All right.
2: Of all the fertilizer magnates out of Russia.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm actually seeing uh, Max at plus 100 and, and Leclerc at plus 150. LeClaire at plus 150, that seems decent. But I don't know if you watched last weekend, JT, or, or two weekends ago, but Max just,
2: I don't know, Red Bull seems
1: to have figured something out.
2: They did, and then LeClaire did the – I'm not used to being under pressure thing. And instead of just chilling in third went too big and then ended up in seventh, like spun out on a meaningless turn.
0: Yeah. 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 I mean,
2: Max either wins races or literally comes in dead last because he's crashed. So you sort of need that mentality.
0: He's like a real life Ricky Bobby.
2: Kind of literally this year, the two races he's finished, he won.
0: Like Shake that. and bake, baby. Shake and bake.
1: Um, I think Max at even odds feels pretty good. Yeah. What do you think? What do you think, JT?
2: It feels pretty good. I think K-Mag top six is another pretty good one. Um, nothing better than for K-Mag.
1: We just need some mayhem. There's. It looks like there's a little bit of 40% chance of rain on Sunday. That would be awesome if they go to Miami and then it's just pours rain during the race. JT It'll this be- is
0: this is Pat's entire strategy is he just tries to predict the weather. He, he he's all in his weather apps.
2: He goes it's rain. That- I know what's going it- to happen.
0: It's Lando. Lando wins in the rain. How's that worked so far? I have <laughs> won a bet
1: every weekend but I I frequently uh, don't pick the winner but I've had a few good top 3s like I had Lando plus 250 top 3 last last weekend.
2: That's pretty good. He, I think a fun, a fun chaos outcome would be, so Steve, as you're not in the F1 sphere that deep on, um, they built a fake marina that just has so cardboard good. cutouts that look like water around boats around one of the turns. <laughs> I was and giving I would him the really loadout. If it rained hard enough for like a minute or two that there was weird runoff from the cardboard cutouts onto the track that caused some action. That would be fun.
1: The real runoff from the real water. Yeah, that's right. The real rain mixing with the fake painted on water. Um,
0: Yeah. Imagine if you like the water to bring the boat onto the track. That would be the best case scenario. Imagine a real race and you're like, how, why is there a boat on here? Like this is the the best
1: thing that happens in F1 races is when there's two or three laps left and it starts raining and you're like, you're like, there's no way they're going to go in and change their tires. Like there's two laps left, just like stick it out and finish. And then some of the drivers decide to do that. And it becomes immediately, immediately clear that you cannot drive in the rain at all on the dry weather tires. If they try to go at any sort of speed, it's like, it's basically like they have ice skates on the car and they'll just slide out into the wall. So there'll be two laps left and they'll all have to pit stop.
0: (laughs) Chaos
2: and F one is the best. Yeah, ice skates, known
0: thing, people can't turn (laughs) on. Yeah. All right, all right. Let's let's transition to our final thing. We also got. I mean, this is this is the week to have multiple televisions because we have F one. You got NBA. You got NHL. And you got the Kentucky Derby, the start of the Triple Crown. Um. So I want I want everyone to give a winner. Um. I'm gonna start with Zozo's. Uh. 20 to one uh, great name, great odds named after a restaurant on the U S Virgin islands, um, which is, which is always a good sign. Uh, there's been a new thing. They've been, there's one horse named cyber knife, um, you know, cause of the prostate cancer uh, promotion. So, you know, I, I'm glad they're getting uh, philanthropic with the names as well. Is that a real, yeah, it's a real thing. The guy, the, the owner had surgery and uh, had the cyber knife surgery. So he named it after it, so to raise awareness. That's yes, pretty to cool. Be, to be clear, it's not. Is he also
2: getting paid? Yeah.
1: <laughs> Steve's like, wow, that's so charitable of him. Yeah. Cyberniver's paying him two million bucks to name his horse.
2: Well, connect the dots.
0: Connect the dots. I mean, I'm surprised there's more. There's not more na- horse names like after company. I mean, it's the names are so ridiculous. Like, wh- what's holding you back from advertising?
1: So I don't, I, uh, look, I'm not a horse guy, but um, both Cyberknife and uh, the number 12 horse Taiba are both, their brothers. They were sired by a horse called Gunrunner that came in third place in 2016. Um, and I thought that name was fun, Gun- Gunrunner. So you took Cyberknife. I'm going to take Cyberknife's brother, uh not cyber fork it's called taiba taiba 12 to 1 yeah but i feel like these horse odds move around so much they're like moving around up until the the pole so yeah um post Um,
2: i'm gonna go chalk and go zandin uh because its last race uh its last win was at keeneland which has a very special place in all of our hearts it's a place where we made our friend Will think we left him at the racetrack. It's a place where our friend Will may have gotten punched in the face. You know, there's a lot of good stuff that's happened there. I got Zanden? a funny hat that looks like I'm going watching. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there's two favorites, Zandin and Epicenter. And uh, it's a good thing you didn't pick Epicenter because his trainer, Steve Asmussen, uh, is 0-23 in the Kentucky Derby. So anybody who picks the okay. epicenter uh, is completely out of luck. You think he's due or you think he's cursed? If you go 0-23, you're not due. <laughs> Where do you think that number is?
0: How are
1: you due It's like 0-4. Like you go 0-4, okay, maybe. Oh, you're 0-5. Now you're 0-10. Like, you know, it doesn't get easier. You just keep losing. What's the what's the physics? Something in motion stays in motion.
0: I mean, that's that is a saying. A guy um, named <laughs> Asmussen who keeps losing. <laughs> we'll keep losing. Stays losing. Yeah, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I think the number. I think the number is actually like twenty. Um, and and the well, and that's not true. The like second Derby happens every year. That's yeah. He's never gonna win.
1: Look, the Bills lost four Super Bowls and didn't win. So it's not four. And once you get past that, uh, it starts getting tough.
0: It starts getting tough.
1: All right. Well, that I think was week eight of episode Moneyline. Episode eight, week eight. Episode eight, week seven and a half, eight and a half, something around there. Um, There's a lot going on in the sports world, as Steve said. We got basketball, hockey, Kentucky Derby this weekend. Uh, Kentucky Derby Saturday or Sunday? It's Saturday. Saturday. Saturday f1 in miami on sunday um we'll be back next week for uh, a recap some more good picks maybe we'll start trying to keep track of how we're doing we'll 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 (laughs) we'll put a couple of picks up uh and and we'll keep track of them maybe not we'll we'll see when we get around to that i like uh, just i like just
0: telling people when we do well that's that's fun too
1: yeah yeah keep up with the gram. Like every week, Steve was making uh meme ragu last week. I think he's got some meme meatloaf cooking up, cooking up for us this week. So uh, we'll see you next week. Thanks for tuning in.